Nourish your inner power with alcohol-free organic sparkling teas and botanicals made with ethically sourced, regeneratively grow ingredients. That's right, drinksarilla.com. That's drink, S-A-R-I-L-L-A.com. And you can check out their variety of flavors from sparkling organic green hibiscus tea to sparkling organic white ginger tea. They have sparkling organic apple black tea, sparkling organic lemon black tea, Tulsi lime sparkling botanical, and rubus vanilla sparkling botanical as well. That's six different flavors to serve. Or you can check them out online and get the Cirilla starter pack sampler gift. Drinksarilla.com. Try it today. Welcome to the Bullish Picks Podcast. All information herein is for information purposes only. Nothing heard on this podcast is considered financial advice. Bullish Picks cannot and does not assess, verify, or guarantee the adequacy, accuracy, or completeness of any information heard on this show. The hearer bears responsibility for her or his own investment research and decisions. Great day, family. You are tapped into the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blanks Harrell, right here, streaming on your favorite podcast and platform where we give you everything you need from Main Street to Wall Street so that you can navigate these choppy waters. You've got stock market questions. I've got stock market answers. Tap in. Catch me on IG at Ask Blanks. All right. We are here and we are back for another edition of the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 grand, Ken Blake Sorrell. And we are streaming on your favorite podcasting platform. Tell a friend, text a friend, tweet a friend, have them tap in. We don't want to be the world's best kept secret anymore. Let's get the word out about the Bullish Picks podcast where you can get everything you need to equip yourself to be successful out here on Wall Street. You got Wall Street questions, we got Wall Street answers. And if your first time, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. Welcome back. And we're going to continue our conversation of um, some tickers I'd like you to consider putting on your watch list and doing some due diligence, some homework on, some research. And this list is um, my top 23 picks for the year 2023 trading at or below $23 a share. Yes, it's a play on the number 23, and we're going to keep it moving. Number one on this list this year is an oldie and may quite possibly be a goodie. And we're talking about Macy's Inc., ladies and gentlemen, Macy's Inc. Ticker symbol is M. So you know they old school. Ticker symbol is just the letter M. They trade on the New York Stock Exchange headquartered in New York, New York, and they are in the consumer cyclical sector in a department store industry, boasting 88,857 full-time employees. And as of January 29th, 2022, it operated 725 department stores in the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and Guam under the Macy's, Macy's Backstage, Market by Macy's, Bloomingdale's, and the outlet and Bloomies and Blue Mercury brands. It also operates in Dubai, the United Arab Emirates, and Al Zahara Kuwait under licensing agreements. 
Um, the company also operates as a beauty products and spa retailer. Um, Macy's was founded in 1830 and is based in New York, New York, 1830. So you already know what I think. I already like a company that's been getting money since the 1800s is all good with me. All right. It's currently 2022 at the time of this recording and, you know, going on 2023, you're talking about in, in seven years, roughly seven years, Macy's will be celebrating their 200 year anniversary. I'm very confident that they have something big in store to celebrate 200 years in business. Someone on their executive team is thinking about that right now or should be. What's going to be the momentum that they can build? What type of campaign are they going to run? What are they going to do special to celebrate 200 years in business? So that I already like, the durability. I'm sure in 200 years, they've seen a lot of uh, recessions, depressions, pandemics, pandemics. you name it. They've seen it. High unemployment, high interest rates, high inflation. They've been here. This is a brand that's been around for nearly two centuries. So I know that they have uh, a loyal customer base that spans generations and they operate globally. And so I'm very intrigued to see uh, how this may, may pan out as a long-term investment. So at the time of this recording, they're trading just shy of $19 a share with a 52-week range, a 52-week low of $15.10 and a 52-week high of $37.95. Now, because this is such a, uh, a revered company, I want to maybe take a peek back beyond a mere uh, 52-week high and low, okay? Because, um, you know, that's just been one year. And I like to look at companies preferably beyond uh, before uh, the pandemic hit and see what kind of highs um, did they achieve. And so what I want to do is go and just look up an old school chart on Macy's and just go back. Just take a look back and see what they've been up to. And you go back pre-pandemic, you go back to 2018, Macy's hit a high of 40, 41.99. 41.99. So more than double uh, its current price. It did that back in 2018. Looks like it bottomed out at a pandemic low of $4.38 um, between March 30th and April 24th. That last that last um, month, the uh, March and April was like the bottom, considered the bottom. And as far as the most recent highs. Um, you see it has been as high as $37.95 in the last 52 weeks. Now, I'm just taking this information from Yahoo Finance. And as I just walk around looking at the summary, walk around the vehicle, just taking a peek, they have a, a, a P.E. ratio that is definitely on the lower end of things, 3.71. So from an earnings perspective, this stock is ultra cheap, earning $5.11 per share. They pay a $0.63 cents per share dividend, which represents a 3 0.61% yield. So a pretty healthy dividend yield. And again, this company is nearly 200 years old. So the dividend is probably 
it probably take pride in paying it. Um, Yahoo Finance gives a one-year target estimate of $21.91 and is considered undervalued. And I want to just take a peek at some of the key statistics to see what we see under the hood. Uh, gross profit margin, 5.95%. Operating margin, 8.97%. Return on assets, 8.36%. Return on equity for the trailing 12 months, 46.22%. Wow. So the first four key ratios, all four are positive, and one is a whopping 46%, double digits. Um, we go down to the income statement. Revenue for the trailing 12 months, just shy of $26 billion which represents a pretty flat quarterly revenue growth year over year, flat at a negative 0.7%, so less than 1% to the uh, to the bad. Um, EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization, uh, just shy of $3 billion. Quarterly earnings growth year over year is down 20%, 20%. Total cash on hand for the most recent quarter on the balance sheet is $300 million relative to total debt of $6 billion. So a considerable amount of debt. We know that Macy's is a company that has a, a, a strong physical footprint, okay, um, brick and mortar typically. So I'm sure they have overhead, whether they um, have any standalone stores they're paying mortgages on or, or uh, it may be some expensive mall leases and things of that nature. Who knows what all they got going on. Um, one thing that's encouraging as I look at their payout ratio on, on their dividend is only 12%. It's only 12%. So that dividend is probably here, here to stay. Um, percentage held by institutions, just shy of 85% of it's held by the big, the big institutional investors. So I came across this article that just came out today, actually, um, on about Macy's. Some of um only read like the first paragraph of it, but it says. Macy's holiday celebrations ring in the season of joy. All right. It says Macy's famed holiday celebrations return to spread cheer across the nation. Santa Claus is preparing to delight children of all ages at Macy's stores in Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, and San Francisco this holiday season, continuing the more than 160 year tradition for children nationwide an all-new immersive digital experience returns with Macy's Santa Land at Home, available on Macy's.com slash holiday celebrations. In addition to Santa's awaited return, Macy's continue to bring the magic of the holidays to communities across the nation via celebrated traditions, including Macy's Great Tree, animated holiday windows, Christmas light show, and magical spectacles that warm hearts and bring smiles to millions. So. Macy's is always taking pride in being a part of the holiday season in America. Um, and that is like the time when they dominate in relevance. A lot of folks do go to Macy's to gift, you know, for gifts and things like that. And just every day, you know, whatever their shopping desires are. But this is the time of year when they heat up and become ultra relevant. People don't don't even I mean, you could look at their business and, and the charts and the trends. They're pretty you know, kind of predictable, but this would be an interesting year to watch, especially with considering the potential of a looming recession in America and um, higher interest rates, which have impacted credit cards. And a lot of people shop at places like Macy's using credit-based spending. So not sure how strong the, the uh, retail spends 
will be this uh, season. And very interesting. I know uh, Macy's does have an online presence as well, but a lot of retailers have taken advantage of the online uh, st stuff. And everybody's tried to follow the Amazon blueprint to do more e-commerce based transactions. So I'll be really interested to see how, how Macy's fares out, but I think because of the longevity and the legacy um, and the fact that under the, under the hood, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't look too, too bad. I mean, we're talking about retail. So that's a very challenging space to compete in. And you're talking about their year over year sales are coming in pretty much flat for the most recent quarter. And now they're going into their season where they're heating up and I'm expecting big things um, um, from them in Q4 from Q4 sales. So we just want to keep on your radar, keep your eyes open and, and see. Um, year to date, Macy's is down uh, 27.5% year to date. So that may be some opportunity in there. What we're going to do is we're going to take a pause for the cause, go pay a couple of these bills, give a shout out, show some love to our, some of our sponsors. And we'll be right back with more on the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 grand, Ken Blanks Harrell. Drone Logistics Services offer kids ages 8 to 16 a drone course that will teach you everything you need to know about drone technology. Starting with basic and advanced technology, the course will help you to learn how to fly a drone, fix a drone, code a drone, build a drone, create a drone flying course, flight simulator, and get insightful information about FAA rules and regulations. Check out the website, DroneLS.org. That's DroneLS.org, Drone Logistics Services. Give us a call today, 908-209-2794. That's 908-209-2794. 908-209-2794. All right, keeping it moving, keeping it moving. Next on my list, next on my list is a company called Kinder Morgan, Kinder Morgan Inc. And their ticker symbol is KMI, KMI is their ticker symbol. Um, I'm going to go straight to their profile to give you a little backdrop about who they are and what they're about. Kinder Morgan is in the energy sector. They're in the oil and gas midstream industry, okay, the midstream. Um, we know that in gas, oil and gas, you can invest in upstream, midstream or downstream and they all have different types of services that they provide and or products and um so look at the difference between upstream midstream and downstream um oil and gas investments midstream tends to be among the more lucrative from a dividend payout standpoint so if you are a dividend shopper look at oil and gas midstreams as an industry all right so this uh oil and gas company Company is headquartered in Houston, Texas. Why not? And they have 10,529 full-time employees. It says here under their description, just taking this from Yahoo Finance as always, Kinder Morgan Inc. operates as an energy infrastructure company in North America. The company operates through four segments, natural gas pipelines, product pipelines, terminals, and CO2. OK, and they own a whole bunch of stuff. I can go on and on about all the different um, assets they own in each respective segment. Um, but it says that um, to date, um, it owns and operates approximately 83,000 miles 
approximately 83,000 miles of pipelines and 143 terminals. All right. Kinder Morgan Inc. was founded in 1936 and is headquartered in Houston, Texas. All right. 1936. So they're they're not too far away from getting ready to celebrate their hundred year. So I like to look at companies that's been around for a long time, especially when you have a volatile market and some uncertainty out there. Why not invest in companies that have, you know, more than likely a certain future to still be here? So um, we're going to take a look at some of the summary statistics on Kinder Morgan. Um, at a glance. So this is a company's a $40 billion market capitalization. Um, PE ratio 16.76, right in the sweet spot of the while I like to see 10 to 30. Earnings $1.06 per share. They pay a $1.11 per share dividend, which represents a whopping 6.34% yield. See, I told you to get high dividends in this type of space. If you look at midstream oil, midstream companies get higher dividends. Um, 6.34% is certainly nothing to sneeze at. According to Yahoo Finance, they have a one-year target estimate on their price of $20.44 per share. They have a 52-week range of 1501 at the floor and 2020 as the ceiling, the high of the 52-week range. So they're right in the middle at 1777 is what they're currently trading at at the time of this recording. Want to take a peek real quick here. I like to go to holders sometimes. I don't do it on every company, but I'm interested to see who, who what kind of names own this. So I go to the holders tab on Yahoo Finance and I'm looking at it says uh, 72%. Um, I'm sorry, not 72%, 63% of their shares are actually held by institutions. Um, so the top institutional holders include Vanguard Group, and they have 172 million shares of Kinder Morgan. BlackRock, followed by BlackRock with over 165 million shares. State Street Corporation has over 139 million shares. Um, then uh, Bank of America owns 53, over four, 53 million shares. Charles Schwab owns over 28 million shares. JP Morgan Chase owns over 25 million shares. Morgan Stanley owns over 20 million shares. I like to see the 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 names cuz I I tend to believe there's a lot of smart people that work at those companies and you have to have a team of intelligent people to move hundreds of millions and tens of millions of shares of stock around whether you accumulated it over a short period of time or a long horizon. Someone you would suspect or someone's with some form of intellect uh, made made those key decisions to move those type of uh, assets around. And so there's a reason why these companies are investing so big in companies like this. OK. So we're going to sc scroll down a little bit further on the Yahoo Finance holders um, tab. and. We're going to look and see it, the top mutual fund holders that are behind it. So what top mutual fund holders are behind Kinder Morgan? You have Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund. They got 60 million shares. The Select Sector Spider Fund Energy Select has 57 million shares. Vanguard 500 Index Fund 
43 million shares. The Spider S&P 500 ETF trust, over 21 million shares. The Fidelity 500 index fund, over 20 million shares. iShares Core S&P 500 ETF has over 17 million shares. So just name dropping, but that makes me feel more comfortable. Think about if you were researching the company and uh, nobody, no big, no big names was invested in it. I would be a little more nervous, like, man, nobody's interested in this company. So you either found a sleeper or you might have found something that you need to sleep on. All right. So I do look at the holders tab at times to see who else is into this. So let's go to the juicy part. Let's go to the statistics tab on Yahoo Finance. Going to take a ticker symbol, KMI, Kinder Morgan Inc., take a look under the hood and see what's all good. All right. Um, gross profit, uh, 13 and three quarters percent to the good. Operating margin, 21, this is over 21.5%. Return on assets for the trailing 12 months, 3.5%. Return on equity for the trailing 12 months, just shy of 8%. So all four of the first four key financial ratios for Kinder Morgan Inc. are all positive, and two of the four are in double digits. That's reassuring. We're going to go down to the income statement. Revenue for the trailing 12 months, just shy of $18 billion dollars which represents quarterly revenue growth up 63.5% year over year. EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization is just shy of $6 billion to the good. want to go down here to their balance sheet. Balance sheet, total cash for the most recent quarter, $165 million sitting in their war chest relative to total debt. Uh, just under $32 billion of debt. So that is quite a bit of debt to manage. Um, I'd have to believe that they are, um, you know, that's a, that's a red flag. That's a lot of debt. I'm sure they have mortgages or, 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 or and, and, and big debts attached to all that, you know, 83,000, it was 83,000 miles of pipes. I'm sure that, I'm sure that costs to uh, maintain and keep going. And the payout ratio on their dividend is rather high as well. In this case, and this is this is happens when they transition from quarter to quarter. So something I don't try to be too alarmed. But if it does, if this is actual, then they're borrowing money to pay for that dividend. And that's part of that debt. So they're propping the dividend out. Their payout ratio is 102.6%, 102.6%. So they're, they would be giving away um more money than they actually have just to pay out the dividend. So I would I would definitely my brow be raised towards that. But other than that, dividend, because you can always a company can always suspend a dividend if it's stretch stressing them out too much financially. A dividend, cool part about it is not a requirement. It is not a, it is nothing owed to shareholders. It's something declared by the company. And sometimes they change their mind for a number of different reasons. But especially if times get tough financially dividends do get suspended we can go back and do some research to see how often they paid out their dividend how consistently and things of that nature but um it is an interesting interesting name in this space and i have more pros for it than kinds. so kinder morgan inc is on my watch list we're gonna do real quick ladies and gentlemen take a brief pause for the calls brief call pause for the calls and get a word from some of our sponsors to help make this thing happen right here on the Bullish Picks Podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blank Sorrell. We'll be right back.
Great meals start with Mount Sinai olive oil. Mount Sinai olive oil is first cold pressed with no added preservatives, which gives it a rich and delicious flavor. No matter what's for dinner, Mount Sinai olive oil is here with the delicious pure oil to pair it with. Shop online at mountsinaioliveoil.com.